Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. I have a proud announcement to make. I was doing some research yesterday to find out that this podcast is the top 1.5% of podcasts in the world. So we made it there. We're really high. To get to the 1% though, I think that we're just going to have to ask everyone that's ahead of us to just stop podcasting and then we'll get to the top 1%. So I'll let you guys know when, when that happens. So today I've got a really good guest, someone that I've worked with for uh, over a year. Um, we did work through the pandemic and he's even helped me with Smart Scout. He's using it in a way that like no one else is using it, but we're not going to talk about that at all. Um, he has uh, um, really pioneered uh, some ways of taking Amazon products and uh, and building traffic off of that. So he actually did wholesale and found out some of its weaknesses and found out how to juice wholesale with this model. Um, and then this is really targeted towards brand owners, so private labels. So everyone's going to be able to get a lot of um, information. Um, so I've got Andrew. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks for that amazing intro. I appreciate it. You know, I've been a major fan, so it's actually super <laughs> crazy to be on the podcast now. No, no, I, I'm. I was trying to get you on this podcast almost a year ago, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we've only uh, jammed ideas since then. So. Um, did I get any of your intro wrong? Like, you know, you have done a lot of interesting things with Amazon and specifically, you know, you've made a pivot of your own. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about um, how you started and then where you made some major uh, uh, shifts. Yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, my name's Drew. I'm the founder of Single Brain Digital. Um, so a few years ago, you know, I was a corporate cog. Um, you know, we uh, I was in the consulting in the IT space, um, and I really hated what I was doing day to day. Um, and so I believe like around 2015, I started playing online. I started with Shopify, um, really failed at understanding how to drive traffic. So then, you know, I found this new opportunity, which was Amazon. And, you know, the story was, hey, go on Amazon. You, do, you don't got to worry about any of that. And so, you know, I went on Amazon, started off with OA um, and found out that like, you know, Amazon is really just like a science, right? And so I love testing systems. And so I found out a pretty solid system for OA. Um, but then I ran into some issues where like, we weren't scaling as fast as I wanted. And so from there, I moved over to wholesale. And so like wholesale was even more so amazing just because, you know, that definitely is once you understand the systems that you can put in place, then it's really just like, you know, a how fast can you grow game, right? And um, so as I was doing wholesale, though, my biggest issue became understand or being able to like fund the products that we were finding. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my margins were tight. Um, I would constantly be competing against other sellers, uh, you know, and it was very hard for me personally, you know, I bootstrapped, I've still bootstrapped everything. And so it was very hard for me to compete. And so, you know, I just, I started going online, you know, my background was, you know, in psychology marketing. And so I really wanted to find, you know, how can I separate myself? And that's when I found ClickFunnels and, you know, Russell Brunson and his yep. perspective really changed my whole framework of how I thought about e-commerce. Absolutely. It's interesting. Um, 
Uh, I've read all of his books, love it. I read 15 pages and I have to put it down because of like how like how excited I get. Uh, and um, so because I had read his books, like everything that you were telling me, Drew, I like I always clicked with. I was like, oh, I kind of yeah. get it. Um, yeah. And it's the idea of we'll, we'll jump into this, but like building lists of customers, you know, Amazon yeah. doesn't let you have customers. And so that is um, a flaw of the marketplace for someone entering it. Now, the thing yeah. is, is Amazon does have some other huge benefits. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, like, like free traffic, you know, that's right. <laughs> and, and then organic positioning just means mm -hmm. so much to, to yeah. that. But um, for brand owners um, or people looking to like grow the value of a brand, you know, it's, it's e-commerce presence in general. That's not enough. You yeah. um, can do so much more. And um, so I've always resonated with, it, with, with what you have um, done. And um, so, but tell us a little bit more about, you know, the, some of these early transitions of taking this ClickFunnels approach to Amazon. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I was doing wholesale. I got really good at the front end. So, you know, wholesale for us was really about finding the right products. I wanted to make sure that I was able to aggregate all of the competition's data and look at, okay, well, if I only have $10,000 to spend, if I only have, you know, uh, if I can only place an order for $20,000, where is my money best invested? And so I had a team on the front end that would, you know, uh, aggregate all of this data and then we would invest into the top one, 2% of brands that I found an opportunity with. And so my issue still became though, I was running on super tight margins, you know, as my team was growing, you know, my margins continued to decrease. And then, you know, I was working with people that weren't willing to give up points on, you know, points on the margin for me to be able to scale at a pace that I would, I was happy with, you know, I'm, I, this whole time I'm trying to cover a uh, pretty solid salary, you know, so I'm trying to leave completely. So for mm -hmm. me, I need something that's going to be able to take cut, take care of that salary. Yeah. Um, you you know, know, so that was a, a big... lot of people, a lot of people do struggle with that. Like, what do I pay myself in my business? Or essentially how, when can you make that transition and leave your job? I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of people don't start an Amazon. They, they move and it's, it's a, it's not an easy nudge. But um, so so I hear you. Yeah, it was it's definitely scary. You know, it's it's security. I honestly had it down pat to where like I wasn't working more than 20 hours. And so it's like it's very hard to leave a good salary with, you know, benefits and all this stuff and growth opportunity. But I just it just wasn't me. And so this whole time I I was just using that money to reinvest into like testing, testing, testing to find out like. I need to find out what's going to get me away from like the corporate world. Right. And so um, with wholesale, like, you know, my, I, I wanted to grow and we kept running into like cash flow problems. I would, I wouldn't have enough money to continue purchasing inventory. And even though like, you know, I felt like we were pretty well optimized. And so I, that was at a point where I was really, you know, trying to figure out, do I take in outside money to continue growing 
But for me, like, you know, um, it may be a crazy thought, but I just feel like this can be something crazy. And so I wanted to retain my equity. And so I started looking at other opportunities and that's when I found Russell Brunson. And so the way that I started using that was, you know, I initially started asking the brands that I was working with, like, hey, can I optimize your listing? Can I, you know, take pictures for you? Like there was opportunity even on their own listing. So that's how I initially started off. And then I got a little bit more confidence and started building some solid relationships with some wholesale brands that I was working with. And so I just started asking them like, hey, I have this crazy idea of how we can get you more sales, but I haven't tested it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I feel like you're a prime, like you have the prime opportunity. And so like, you know, I started getting more opportunities with people just like letting me play around with their baby. And, um, you know, we started building out funnels and, and initially what I would do is I would build out just a lead gen funnel and use that to distribute coupons on, um, on Amazon. And so instead of, you know, people doing a giveaway or anything like that, where they just, that's just kind of like throwing money down the drain. Whenever you're doing an influencer campaign or doing, um, you know, just a regular giveaway campaign, well, you might as well collect those emails, you know, you're giving away all of this product, you might as well get something for it other than just that initial source of traffic. So that's the first thing that we started doing is we would build out a lead gen funnel and then send that traffic over to Amazon because now that I have that email, I can send them over to Amazon whenever I want with a new coupon, with a new offer. And we started seeing increase in sales on Amazon through, you know, driving these outside sources of traffic. So if there's <clears throat> one concept that like really the people in the audience should be understanding right now is what Drew just described is that you're creating traffic that you own. Yeah. And um, that's the power of it. Amazon doesn't let you own traffic. Uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we optimize to get the, to, to take on this traffic, you know, advertising, all these different things that we, you can do, um, you know, SEO optimization, that's all for that. But, you know, you can actually create traffic that you own outside of it. And once you have like a customer's email, that is essentially uh, traffic that you own, you know, it, it costs you, you like fractions of a penny to send them yeah. an offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's really three forms of traffic, right? There's traffic that you pay for, which is paid advertising. I mean, you know, if your audience is advertising on Amazon, they're familiar with that. There's organic traffic, your, your audience, if you know, they're doing any SEO on their listing, that's, that's considered organic traffic, right? So you optimize once and it's all about ranking. And then there's traffic that you own. And that's the opportunity that you don't get on Amazon. And that's where outside of Amazon, you can still do those paid traffic, you know, you can do your free traffic, which is, you know, your organic. But now once you send that to a list, or you send that to a place where they can give you their email, now you have that list forever. And so that's really, you know, the backbone of everything, right, is you build your list. That's like you said, that's traffic that you own until they tell you like, hey, you're annoying me. Stop emailing. Me. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, and um, you know, I mean, you, you kind of just said it right there is like y- you can send coupons, every, you know, once a month. 
That's not super annoying yeah. for people that have already shown interest. Yeah. Most of these people are like, Hey, I don't need uh, this product right now, but you show them a coupon in, you know, on a month and you're, you're capturing high intent people with like an offer and then shoot, they just make a purchase without thinking about it. You know, you're, this is psychology. Not everyone's ready to make a purchase at every hour of the day. You catch them at the right time, they'll do it. Definitely. And, you know, and that's kind of like the shift in mindset that, you know, that sellers really have to make is that Amazon as a platform is transactional. You know, they've, they've created a area where customers convert, you know, customers are looking for something that they need and they're converting there on site. Sure. Some people put things in the cart, but you know, that's, you know, uh, overall buying pattern. We're initially just looking at it. Amazon is very transactional, whereas really selling stuff to people like, you know, cutting out all of the middlemen um, is a long-term investment. It's a relationship that you have to build. You have to nurture that relationship until they actually convert. You know, if you're on Amazon, I think you have like uh, seven seconds uh, to capture somebody's attention. Well, it's even worse direct to consumer, you know, because you're you're competing against so many people. And so you then have to get in front of them as many times as possible so that they start to see your brand, so that they're familiar with you, so that they start to trust yeah. you. And you can do all of that through email. And so that's why it's that critical point of conversion for that first, you know, to get that customer into your ecosystem. Yeah. Yep. I, I I certainly hear you. Tell us, you know, how things started to like succeed. I mean, we, we, we've walked yeah. up to this point where you were there and you were talking with, we're working with these brands and then, you know, uh, it started to work. Yeah. So, you know, initially what I started doing was um, I was just asking for margin. So I would say, hey, I'll do all of this stuff for you. I'll manage it all for you. Just give me a like a couple points on your product so that I can start to make some money. And then that moved into, hey, I have, you know, I'm increasing your sales. I have five other people that we're sharing sales with right now. So let's just make this me and you you know, make this exclusive. I want to be the only seller on your listing and you, and I'll still continue to do everything that we're doing. So initially that's how. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you able to like, how did you show them that what value you were adding like in terms of sales? So initially I would build it out for free. Like before I even spoke to them, I would say, Hey, I've built this for you because I would have those wholesale relationships. So I would say, Hey, like, you know, I built this for you um, because our relationships were mostly brand direct and show them the funnel with their design, with the concept behind it and say, this is my plan for you. And so once we started sending traffic there, they would see the increase in sales and I could track that to where we like, I could track that back to us. So why would we share, you know, with four other sellers that aren't doing anything for you, whereas I'm invested into your brand, you know, and so that's how I really started to position myself separately or, you know, away from everybody else. Even if they had a larger check than me, it didn't matter because we were here to increase their sales. You know, Um, the difference was if we were competing against like, you know, bigger wholesaler, um, somebody that had more capital. Then, and like, you know, I was vying for that exclusivity. Then the challenge was like, you know, 
where does my value come in? And that's with everything that we were doing. And so I wouldn't get to that point. I wouldn't like ask them for exclusivity until like we had shown that it worked. Yep. And so that was kind of like, you know, and then um, at that point I went over, you know, you had your, um, you had your event in San Diego <laughs> and, um, and I literally don't go to any events. You know, I, I'm pretty introverted, you know, I just kind of stick to myself um, and my team. And uh, so I went to the van, I said, you know what, it's an hour away from me. Let me drive over here. You know, like I was already a major fan. <laughs> and so I went there, you know, uh, everybody kind of introduced themselves. I spoke a little bit about what I did and, you know, I saw like people's eyes perked up, you know, they were like, okay, well, what's this? This is, you know, maybe a little bit new. And I started getting a ton of questions, you know, after the event and stuff. And so like, I was still working at that point. And so I just, you know, said, I can't, I can't, I have to like go all in on this. Like I knew this is where the opportunity was. And we've just kind of grown from there. And so now we help, you know, Amazon sellers go direct to consumer. Um, and uh, we do that with our with our system of marketing. That is awesome. Um, and I, I mean, I didn't know all these details. I remember uh, that's where I met uh, Drew and like, I'll say one thing about that dinner, like it had the right energy yeah. when um, people were introducing themselves and like we were cheering them on because there was a few yeah. people there that were so brand new. And mm -hmm. one kid drove from Las Vegas. He hit right, yeah. Nike outlets on his way. Like it just was, right. like, it was just funny. And so um, who knew that that um, dinner and conversation would lead to this podcast right now. So I hope everyone's listening to this and um, can fill in the blanks because if you're a private label seller and you've only been directly on Amazon, well, you're missing like the true, one, one, one of the, the truest parts of brand building. And that's, that's work that you can do off of Amazon mm -hmm. to improve your product. Yeah. Uh, and Amazon, I've heard this dozens of times. No one's ever going to be able to prove this, but like off Amazon traffic onto Amazon, like they pay attention to that and they reward it. Right. If you, if you have good sales and good customer, you know, uh, just your, your product is working and like it's, it's, it's growing their, their bottom line because they're getting outside traffic direct to your product. They reward that. And and so it, you know, it, it starts this, uh, this like uh, feedback loop of just of growth. And you definitely don't have to, you know, like it's, it's a process, right? You know, there's, there's sellers that are nervous about, you know, the direct to consumer side because there's more involved, um, you know, Amazon like is a science and people like you have that science down. Right. right? And so, but, but direct to consumer is also science, but it's art as well, like all of your creative, all of your branding. And so, you know, that's where there's a little bit more to take on, but, you know, it's fruitful, you know, and it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to make that leap a hundred percent. You know, there's, two, you, there's really two channels that you can focus on Amazon being one of them and then direct to consumer being the other, because those are your two most profitable channels. And so, right. And, and for either one of those, either one of those, building your own list 
is valuable. And I know that like we um, we've kind of glossed over the, like building a list in, in quotations mm-hmm. of like it's there's work to do. And a lot of people might not know how do you build this list? How do you yeah. build like customers interested in your product? And I know you have an answer to this. Oh, yeah, definitely. So like, you know, the first thing really going direct to consumer, whether your your end your end point of conversion is your Amazon listing or your, you know, your your funnel or your, your site or whatever. But you really the first thing that you want to focus in on is your offer. So when you're on Amazon, you don't really have to create an offer. You know, you do your market comp, you do your market research, you look at where everybody else is at, you, you know, differentiate yourself a little bit, but there's no real offer creation. And so that's where on the direct to consumer side, you just want to understand what everybody else is doing to get people to raise their hand and say, hey, this is, you know, I'm interested in your category. And so would an off, an would offer, an off Amazon, would an off Amazon offer be like a Shopify site? No, so an off Amazon offer, like let's say we're trying to send them over to Amazon to convert, that offer would look like, hey, come to this landing page to get a 15% coupon or come here to get a buy one, get one coupon and you can still convert on Amazon, right? And so that's all stuff that we can track. And so, you know, that's the first thing that you want to look at is what's going to get people's attention. Then, you know, you really want to start to build out your list. And so the best way that you can do this is like, you know, think of websites, a lot of brands use, you know, just Shopify sites. Well, you know, it's great to send your traffic there, but what happens is you can't like, there's so much on your website that it's overwhelming. And if you sell more than two, three, four, five products, when you send them there for one thing, they're looking at a, a, a whole bunch of different schemes. Oh, so, so you have the... I, I, then let me, you, when you're thinking like an offer, you're thinking more like a landing page with like one thing, like one, like coupon for one product. Right. And so there's multiple offers that you can make, you know, you can make your lead gen offer. So that lead gen offer would be your coupon, a giveaway. Um, if you have, if you have an influencer promoting your product, you know, and so that would be your initial offer that you're sending them to. And then where you get them to convert is that landing page of, Hey, this is where you collect it. Just give us your email. And if you can get your, get a phone number as well. And then that helps you build your list because they're, they're inputting their information and then, you know, you can route them to, you know, where you want, whether that's off Amazon or on Amazon with that offer in hand, like, you know, buy one, get one free or buy one, get one 50% off Mm -hmm. Um, in the process. They've given you their information they become traffic that you own and you know in a month you can build off of that you can send them another email of another offer and you don't have to pay for them again right and that's 100% in once you have their information now you can warm them up so you can give them a welcome series that introduces your brand, who you guys are. You can give them additional coupons. So like, hey, we've seen that you've purchased, um, you know, here's an extra 20% off to go and, you know, send them to something else that you have on your listing. Um, you can also use the list for a lot of other things. So you can use it to, you know, test out new products. So for example, if you're like looking at what's that next thing, 
Well, you have a list of people that are interested in a specific category. You can start to pre-test what they're interested in. And that saves you so much, so much money. I've got a brand right now that I'm like ready. I'm like, like, I'm like, shut up, taking my money because we're (laughs) launching 24 puzzles there. I love these pictures. Well, if we sell one puzzle, chances are this is a puzzle person and we can like offer them the next, the next, the next. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and really, you know, we can retain them as long as, as, as possible. And yes, we rely on Amazon's logistics, but like, uh, you know, a list with like matching products is just like valuable forever. And a lot of brands that sometimes is their most valuable asset is their customer list. Hey, I'm interrupting this interview halfway through just because I am afraid some people might drop off without hearing the most important part of this podcast. And that's to take the advice that we're talking about right here into action and that all of this is freely available. These steps that we're talking about at www.buildmycustomerlist.com. I think you have to just check it out and see how you can apply this to your business. And we keep going into the details of why, and I think we've already done that, but I just want to interrupt, say, hey, you don't don't leave this podcast without hearing about this site. All right, thanks. So um, I actually have a random question, you know, because I have a lot of different products. Mm-hmm. How do I tackle this with, you know, that in mind? where our private label, we have, I would say, you know, five different brands that uh, can be related. How would we just like maintain five different lists? Yeah. So you, I mean, the key to building out your list is segmenting and understanding who's who. So like, you don't want to have one jumbled list of everybody. I want to know, hey, this person is specific to this category, they bought this product, they haven't bought my other products. And then so as you know, and because the circumstance for a lot of sellers is, hey, we have a ton of ASINs. Um, I don't even know where to start. Like, would I make a yeah. list? You know, would I make a landing page for each one? And, and so presume, what we're looking at, I presume oh, so there's some tools to help out here. Yeah. So, you know, you have, you have first, your landing page tools, which would be like a click funnels or Sam, or, um, you know, there's like Kartra and things like that. I mean, our, our preference is really click funnels just because it's fast. It's easy. It looks good. And, you know, it has the least amount of bugs. Um, you can also build it out on like WordPress and stuff like that. Um, and then you have your automation and email follow-up tool. And so that'll be, you know, Sam does that all in one as well, or you can use like Clavio, you can use active campaign. And so these tools, then once you have that email, that secondary part of it is, well, I have to automate that follow-up. Right. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so essentially once you build out that list, then, then you're really looking at conversions. And so how do you then start to get that list to convert into sales? And that's in your messaging and stuff like that. Awesome. Let's see. I mean, there's so much to piece apart. There's a lot of like, you know, uh, tweaks that people can make in any step along this process, mm-hmm. but you were, um, we, we were talking before and you've kind of put together essentially a framework that yeah. people can follow and, and learn more. And, you know, 
I honestly don't want to reinvent the wheel here. I want to follow like steps that I know that work. You know what? Say now we have people interested and they're ready. Like, yeah, what's next? Yeah. So let's say, you know, you have a product on Amazon and you're like, hey, I want to take advantage of this brand new opportunity of really, you know, creating that customer journey from beginning to end so that I can then, because here's the two things that you don't get on Amazon that going direct to consumer does allow you to do. And the reason why it's so beneficial to your brand overall. So number one, you get to focus on average order values. Um, So just just to kind of pre-frame that, an average order value would, you know, on Amazon, you typically get a transactional sell. So that would be, you you know, if they're searching for something, they're going to buy it one time, you know, because they're, if they're going to go back to buy it, then you're also seeing all your competition. But when you go direct to consumer, you have the opportunity to now bundle products and create additional offers, upsells, downsells. And so, this now allows you to take that one sell for one time into a more bundled offer. And so you can now increase the value of that cart. And so that's that first you know, metric that, you, that is really important. And then the second is your lifetime value. And so this is you know, missed on Amazon because you don't have, like you said, you don't have the opportunity to you know, email them after they bought something from you. So uh, by building out this nurturing process, you can then, you know, create that customer uh, lifetime value, or you can then increase that customer lifetime value. So those are the two metrics that are really important. And yeah, so, you know, if you're really looking at, okay, well, how do I now start to go direct to consumer? I'm interested. Well, you first want to create your offer, you know, so that's the primary thing that you want to do is look at what your competition is doing, look look at what's working in the market, and how do you make it sexy enough and irresistible enough to where you nobody has the option to not buy from you. You know, you want to make it so everybody that sees that, if they're interested within that category, they're going to raise their hand and opt in. Mm-hmm. So that's either your free plus shipping offer or a lead gen offer that we spoke about. Next, well, you have to build your email list. And so that's typically on a landing page. And so step two would be be to create your landing page. And this is where you exchange, uh, you know, your offer for their email. So they're giving you their email and you're giving them that initial offer. So now that you have their email, now that next part of it is to get them to convert. Because like you said, um, everybody's not going to convert the first time. And so step three is to really nurture them into conversion. And so if you're selling on Amazon, this is a little bit harder to track unless you're doing like coupons and things like that. Um, but if you're doing this on your own uh, funnel, then you can track you know, what traffic is converting. So the next step of that is step four, which is to really start to then sell them more stuff. So This is how we then increase that average order value. And so we want to make sure that every customer that comes into our ecosystem, that we're creating the solution so that they're buying everything that they need from us. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're selling, um, you know, a dog leash, then they would then buy, you know, um, whatever, like the bags to pick up their, their, you know, uh, feces when you take them on a walk or, you know, whatever you want, whatever that solution is that they're looking for, 
that's where you then can sell them everything else that's a part of that solution at a discounted price to compete against your competition because you now have acquired that customer. So you don't then have to pay to acquire that customer again. Yep. So once you have that and you know, you're able to then sell them more stuff, the last thing that you want to do, which is step five, is to retain them for as long as possible. And so retention is extremely important. And if you're on Amazon and you know the buzz is right now like, oh, I want to sell my brand. Well, think about how valuable it is to any of these aggregators or anybody looking to buy brands that you can say now, hey, I have a list of customers. I know what they're worth when they come and transact mm-hmm. with me. And I know what their lifetime value is worth because we have nurturing sequences that are constantly selling to them. Yep. And at that point, I don't have to worry about Amazon bringing in that traffic. I don't have to rely on Amazon. Sure, I can. And I, why wouldn't I? Because you know Amazon's 40% of the market but you have this other world over here that can bring you more um, margins, so higher margins, and you now can invest more into advertising because you understand your costs to acquire a customer and you understand what they spend with you. And so once you understand those numbers, now it's about, hey, every dollar, $2 that I put in, I'm getting a multiple on that back. So it's a money printing machine. You've said a a few numbers there that like every brand builder should just kind of, you know, they should be working towards. And it's uh, like this, everyone keeps talking about acquisitions right now. Like, well, if you have a customer list and you can show some data on that customer list, valuable. And you're like, I got 10,000 customers, you know, and uh, I know, you know, that like, if I send out an email, it's going to lead to this many sales and it's going it, to super awesome. Um, and you've put together uh, all everything that we've talked about in this podcast, you're putting together on a website so people can kind of yeah. learn this on their own. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, a big part of getting started is, hey, I don't even know where to start. So what I've packaged up together is uh, one of the first things that you need to start. So we put together a lead gen funnel template. So that means you go and you download this template and you literally swap out your logo. You're swapping out your picture, your your specific offer. And it's, you know, if you've ever built, if you've edited something on Amazon, you can like edit this. Um, And then we've also created your core email follow-up campaigns. So once they come in with that offer, we put in a couple templates in there. So that way you can then have that framework to where you're literally plugging in your brand name, your product, your offer. And so you have everything built out for you. All you now need to do is figure out where am I going to get this track traffic from? And so, you know, there's a couple of different ways of doing that, but you know, that's the core asset that you need to really get your list started. And as we've discussed, that's really the backbone of all of this. They can pick that up at buildmycustomerlist.com. So um, that's buildmycustomerlist.com. And uh, that's completely free. So you can go ahead and get access to that. Yeah. You've essentially created some sort of e-commerce funnel of your own. And with you know the Amazon experience that you have, and, uh, you know, the, the brand relations that you have, like, you know, it works and yeah. it uh, certainly scales. There's other ways to get a hold of uh, Drew. Uh, you're on Instagram at dot com Drew. 
he always puts out some pretty good stuff. I have followed him for quite some time. Um, but like, this really is an awesome podcast to put together. Cause like uh, a lot of my audience uh, needs to hear this. <laughs> like they need to know, like, there's always this question of like for wholesalers, which there are many listening of like, what do I do more to like provide value to brands? They know like that that's what they have to do um, to differentiate themselves and private label. Like you're on your own. You've got to build your customer list. Like you got to know like the different tools at your disposal um, yeah. to do that. And whether you're a one man shop or a, you know, a 10 man, you kind of like need this in your wheelhouse. Thank you so much yeah. for, for, for talking about it. Did, did I miss anything? No, that's exactly it. You know, there's so much opportunity. Um, it's literally, you know, as a founder, as a brand owner, um, the biggest thing that, that I found is just find the people that can help you out. Um, like, you know, I've learned a ton from you. You, you, you soak up as much knowledge as you can, um, yeah. you know, and so it's just, you know, thank you for the opportunity to come and share this. Hopefully your no, audience found it valuable. Like, like, you know, like you said, no, no, thank you. Oh, I, I wish I had this conversation just two days ago. I was on a call with some people and I've been like, oh, like this is, this is what else, what else you can do. You know, this is definitely <laughs> something yeah. that you need in, uh, in your deck. Um, thanks so much, Drew, for coming on and thanks everyone for, for tuning in. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you know some wholesalers or private labelers that are struggling um, with their, uh, you know, their re the, the reach of the brands that they're representing, you know, they need to build a customer list. And so go to buildmycustomerlist.com. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, That's man. It. I appreciate it. Yep. Take care, everyone, and have a good one. <laughs>